Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the One Man Low Council and to episode 309 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, because yes, indeed, this show is uploaded as a podcast the night of the show. At least that's what I've been able to do the last couple of days. Hope everyone's week is going swimmingly so far. Uh, we are currently in the midst of exam week over uh, in our area or over in my area. And so that, of course, has been uh, you know a lot of fun, as is usual when it comes to uh, exam week in general. Uh, but obviously... It is not as freeing or as uh, not getting nearly as much time as I had originally hoped, uh, as I had been talking about on previous streams, because unfortunately, baby Thor has been a little sick. And of course, he has probably gotten uh, me and Freya sick as well. Uh, luckily, it's again, typical cold stuff. So, you know. I'm a big boy, I'll be okay, and he's doing great too. Uh, he should be able to, though, based on symptoms, to be able to go back to daycare tomorrow. But because he's been home the last couple of days, I've had to come a little uh, home a little bit early, have not been able to do as much. And uh, hopefully, uh, once I get the official schedule for my local AMC for their Friday showings, we will be able to, I will be able to actually go and see some films. I've already got my tickets for Spider-Man, obviously you can see that in the title. Uh, basically, the title is, of course, not just to talk about the Spider-Man box office, uh, but is also meant to poke fun at just some of the nonsense that I and, and so many of the others on the Friday Night Tights crew, right, all members of the Fellowship, have been dealing with when talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. So don't worry, I've not seen the film yet. I'm not going to be talking about any spoilers because I don't know any of the spoilers. And uh, I will, of course, give my uh, my Valkyrie full free reign to uh, to, to basically uh, smite any single person that tries to, to come in here and do any of that stuff. Um, but uh, I, because of the fact, have been, oh man... I've been fighting the good fight, or at least I've been trying to fight the good fight uh, in the comment section. I know everyone's out there who's like, I don't, that's why you don't read the comment section. I'm like, what are you doing reading? Because I love I love my people. I love my Asgardians, right? I have my Asgardians that watch the live streams. And then I have a plethora of Asgardians because of time zones who I interact with most in the comment section on, on my videos. And so if anyone's listening or, or watching back uh, to this, I, I really, again, want to say thank you. Uh, to every person out there who interacts with those videos because it really uh, does mean a lot and it, it leads to a lot of really great discussions. But there have been so many MCU trolls, so many MCU stands that just for some reason can't quite understand basic reason, basic logic, or even basic mathematics. Now, I know as soon as I mentioned math, I know that uh, my Valkyrie go nuts because they hate when I go into the box office math and when I go into all of the, the the crazy formulas and everything like that. Don't worry, that that that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm saying is that specifically one person, especially if you're watching this, talking to you, you know who you are, who for days now has not been able to let go of a simple fact. And the fact is, as you can see from the title, Spider-Man not just as a movie entity, but specifically Spider-Man No Way Home, is a Sony property. Oh my goodness. Shocker, right? Shocker. His whole thing has been, it's an MCU film. It's a Marvel film. Sony's even come out to say it. 
That, that's been his line going forward. And my response has been rather simple. It's, okay, then why is it that Sony put up 75% of the actual funding for the movie and is going to receive 75% of any profits made from the film? Wouldn't that by proxy make this Sony film, seeing that they put percent of the money to make the damn thing and are receiving 75% back? But no, apparently that simple math, again, not diving into full math here, guys, 75% versus 25%. I'm pretty sure that even people who hate math are like, okay, that, that's a very clear difference. It's just as ridiculous. This goes into the other part of my title for the video. It's just as ridiculous for the people who are getting so triggered by people simply stating another fact. And that fact is that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Just by saying these two things, Peter Parker is Spider-Man and Spider-Man is a Sony product, it drives people off the edge. It makes people go insane. And it's hilarious to an extent. It's sad to another extent. And it really, I think, leads to the current devolution that we've seen amongst the normie crowd who have just become so obsessed with these things that they are willing to even give up and give in to uh, saying basically goodbye to any realm of logic whatsoever. And also have been willing to dive into nonsensical, uh, easily disproven, crazy, almost downright conspiracy theories when you think about it. That's the, that's the level that some of these people are getting to in a lot of ways. Because the other thing, of course, that I've seen a lot in these box office breakdowns is people just saying one word, Omicron, Omicron, Omicron. Like somehow that is the end-all be-all. No discussion needed. All I need to do is say the name of the current dominant strain of COVID and boom, my argument's been won. At least that's what they think. But what they don't realize is that I see that and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You're not just going to leave that comment and not get a response from me setting the record straight. Because let's talk about Omicron. Let's talk about the other variants too. Let's talk about Venom 2 making $10 million more in its opening weekend than the original Venom. Let's talk about Venom 2 making over $100 million in net profit. Oh, pandemic. Yeah, 100 plus million in net gain, net profit. Let's talk about a film I was wrong about. That I've eaten crow about. No time to die. That film made over $600 million worldwide. That's that's inconceivable in the modern world. It made next to nothing when you look at the domestic market compared to some of the other films this year. And obviously historically. But that film made over $775 million. And it's still making money. And that film reached its bare, you know, its bare bones break even. And I know there's people out there saying, well, actually, the break-even is probably closer to $900 million, et cetera. But all of that is, is based on speculative data that we don't actually have access to. What we do have access to points to $750 million being the break-even and it passing that number. Okay, that's an example of a massive budget, a, a film that, again, I ate crow on because I said there's no chance in hell that this film's ever going to make its money back. And guess what? It did. It did miraculously i still don't know quite how because all of the domestic data was not pointing to it it just did insane numbers 
in places like the UK and, and in other countries. So that's another example. And that's what I was wrong about. That's wrong. That's one where my estimates were wrong and my thoughts were wrong about it. And I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. When it comes to the box office, it's not too often, but hey, I will totally own up to it. Let's talk about Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. This is one that I still get a little bit of hate on, even even from members of the Fellowship. Shang-Chi, it made its money back. Granted, it's only about 30 to $40 million in net gain profit, so mere shekels, and it does not make up for the 400 negative $400 million of losses that Disney has seen this past year from all their releases. And again, I will do a dedicated video about the most profitable and the uh, biggest losses at the box office for year 2021 and a separate video on pandemic time box office loss and gain as well. But another example, big budget film, Marvel film, made its money back. Now, there's, of course, examples like Black Widow didn't make its money back. Uh, again, Disney Plus numbers are often brought up, but with the lawsuit where they settle with uh, Scarlett Johansson, that pretty much goes out the window. So a financial loss. Eternals, financial loss. There's someone fighting me on that. Again, they're saying, dollars, yeah, and it needs to make 500 to break even. And it's almost out of theaters. <laughs> Good luck with that. So there's all these examples that we can bring up about how there are certain films that have been able to drive people out to go see it there have been other films that have not west side story great example of that of that second category west side story has made 15 million dollars in its opening worldwide that film has made next to nothing and it costs 100 million dollars to make that film needs to make around 250 million to break even it is not likely to reach that number you still have the shill media going out of their way saying well you know if the legs on the film are strong it could because, and I mentioned this in my video earlier today, because of the laws of diminishing returns, if you were to just to take a 30% drop week to week to week to week, starting off with that, again, about $10 million domestic number, four or $5 million internationally, again, not a good release at all, and do that same metric, please explain to me how long it would take. Because here's, here's math that I don't know. Maybe someone else is better at math and can crunch those numbers. Based on the laws of diminishing returns, assuming like a 30-40% drop week to week, how long would it take for this movie, West Side Story, how long would it take for that film to reach $250 million? I guarantee you it's going to be a number that is completely outside the realm of possibility with any film's typical theatrical window which can be anywhere from, from 45 days, 30 days, right? Obviously, uh, with everything going on, there are different uh, theatrical windows for different films and different processes. But with all that being said, it's amazing to me how many people are willing to just completely lose touch with reality to the point of simply saying, Peter Parker is Spider-Man, triggered. Spider-Man is a Sony property, triggered. And not just triggered, I'm upset, I'm frustrated, but literally, I'm going to give up on all logic and reason. Again, it's it's funny, it's sad, it's a lot of things. Anyway, there's my, uh, my opening speech out of the way to explain a little bit about the uh, title of the video. But let's say hello to some people, because we got tons of people in the chat. We got G-Man in the chat, what's going on? G-Monkey76... 
Bryant Barth in the chat as well. Matthew Highland here as well. The new number two. Hail to you. Uh, Tina B, Empress of the Universe, one of the Valks. Thank you very much for being here today. We got Luca Illich. What is going on? Luca, he's a member of the channel, saying hello, everyone. Hope you are having a wonderful day, evening, depending on your time zone. Yes, we are a moral organization here. <laughs> a multinational group, one might say, because of all the various time zones. By the way, Modalicious, thank you very much for those two super chats. I will get to those in a second once I can uh, you know, put them up on the screen and give you the attention that you so rightly deserve. By the way, I saw Evan S. in the live chat. I've got two Christmas presents to open up from Evan S. So I was instructed to wait until the stream to open these up. So I'm very, very excited. One thing apparently might be able to actually hang on the microphone mount. We'll see if it is weighted to do so. Uh, Hypernext 13, what's going on? Cacao and Cookies Minion, what is going on? Hail to you. Thank you for being here. Bruce, what is going on, Bruce? Hail to you. Cat 44, what's going on? By the way, Bruce, I know since I know that you're also a fan of, of some of the same things I am, uh, I highly recommend, I've been sharing it on social media, but if anyone has not seen or listened to, it's episode 1747 of the Joe Rogan Experience, the Joe Rogan Podcast. Joe Rogan speaks with Dr. Peter Pella, and it's all about COVID-19. I am about halfway, and let me just say, I think it is probably the most... It, it, the most uh, nuanced and the most collected conversation about what has been going on from basically day one of everything with COVID and how there has been such a seemingly coordinated attempt about treatment, like pre-infection treatment or early treatment. Is incredibly eye-opening, and I think anyone, anyone who has any like even small interest in this should check out because I am definitely going to want to dive the things that he talks about. Uh, Orange Hat reviews, hail! Glad to have you back in the chat, my good Orange Hat and Hypernext Thirteen tagging earlier today. My brother, how are you? Since this new Spider-Man movie is called No Way Home, does this mean he doesn't know the way home? No, he does not know the way, my friend. By the way, my friend, it's been a long time, I feel, since we've made this joke. But uh, Hypernext 13, we used to say this joke all the time. Do you know the way, my friend? I don't think you do. Forever Sci-Fi, who's a member, says, Send me a good laugh today, thanks to YouTube. Any video that discusses reptilians gets a YouTube context message on it that links to Wikipedia... What about the reptilians triggers Mama Susan? Here's here's what's hilarious about two things that you just mentioned. One, that apparently discussing anything with reptilians gets a warning. And two, that they link to a Wikipedia page. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some Wikipedia pages that are very well sourced, that are very well cited. But the Wikipedia page itself is not trustworthy. I have to tell this to my students all the time. Don't use Wikipedia because Wikipedia itself is not a good source. The sources used on Wikipedia are oftentimes a treasure trove of information. I use Wikipedia often for my box office, but guess what? Anytime I see them list a box office number, you're darn sure I check and see, okay, where is this number coming from for the budget? 
Because if it's coming from a random site, I'm not going to use it. But if it's coming from a place like Variety or Hollywood Reporter, like a big wig that would have access to that kind of information, okay, then I know that number can be trusted. I also check it and verify it. There's a range here. Okay, which one seems to be the most accurate? within the range that's being given, right? Different sites report different things. Okay, which one seems to be the most reliable? Or what date did the article that's being referenced come out? Has something changed over that period of time? Yeah. And of course, students don't even know that. The fact that YouTube is using that makes me basically come to this conclusion that, okay, so what we're saying here then, Forever Sci-Fi, is that the YouTube community, the people behind the scenes, have basically the common sense and the educational level of a high school student. Basically by saying, oh, oh, you want me to cite my information and my sources? Wikipedia. Wow. (laughs) It's incredible. Uh, Anyway, uh, Alice McCarthy says, howdy, oh, and how's it going? I hope Thor gets well soon. Still haven't watched bad movies since last stream. I'm proud of you, Alex McCarthy. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, apparently uh, Evan S., his uh, packages that he sent for Christmas, uh, one of them features some movies, um, some in different languages too. Let's see. Zero Hour, what's going on, good sir? Uh, Says here, haven't been able to catch your streams in a while due to work. Well, hey, dude, work is is very important. Work is incredibly important. As you all know, I'm a full-time worker myself. I, I I like to do YouTube for fun, and it is still a blast. I had someone today uh, blast me for my box office coverage, not because I was giving false information, but they basically were like, you know, how how can you just be, you know, so uh, so you know, critical of of the box office, and why do you even care about these giant corporations, and you know, what do you get? It's like, what do you get out of it? I'm like, it's fun. It it's fun. It's fun to talk about. It is a fun discussion. Not a lot of people talk about it, especially when we talk about box office numbers. Very few people are in this space. And it's fun to be what seems to be, especially at least in the communities that I'm a part of, one of the few that has any interest in it, let alone a uh, unique approach to calculating box office numbers. It's not to say that it's the best. It's not to say that, oh, I am just an oracle. No. It's just that I try to always approach things from a unique perspective that is source, that I that I can use data to back up. Just the other day, I was, was looking again. I was looking up articles. I was like, okay, yeah, that's right. You know, Because sometimes you start to do things for so long based on the information you gather that sometimes you're like, okay, this is old hat now. This is all accepted information, but there's new people coming in who, 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 again, have very little experience with box office numbers. And so they say, where do you get this number from? Where are you getting this from? And I'm like, oh, that's right. I need to kind of look back up and see, you know, where is it that I got this from? And so it's, it's fun to do those. Uh, there he is, though, Evan S., Says, I have Ember Day Mass in the morning at 5 a.m. Boom! That's awesome, man. That is awesome. It is indeed the week of the Ember Days. Absolutely. A very ancient practice that sadly got lost post V2 by a lot of people. Hyper, I'm really conflicted on seeing No Way Home. I don't want to see it because of being done with the MCU, but one side wants to see it for the villains and Toby Andrew if they're in it. Yeah, and obviously I think the rumors are probably what's going to lead most people to go and see it. That is the only reason that's piqued my interest. I will say this much, and I will say this as as 
as a bit of motivation. Going back to the beginning, just remember, all right, just remember, when we are talking about Spider-Man, we are talking about a Sony movie. So yes, does this take place within the grand scheme of the MCU? Sure. But you're still, you're giving money, or at least 75% of the money you're giving is going to Sony. And actually, if you really were to break things down, the money that's going to the studio, uh, when it comes to the profits, Disney's only getting 25% when the profits start coming in. So until the money is actually made back, correct me if I'm wrong, it should be going back to the distributor. It should be going back to the, the main producer of the project. Or it would be in some kind of split way. It would have to be one of the two. But what's interesting, though, is that when you talk about getting 75%, remember that for the studios, they get about 90% of every ticket during the first or second weekend. Right, during the first or second weekend, they typically take 90%. So nine out of every $10 on a movie ticket goes to the studio. One out of every 10 goes to the theater, which is why theater popcorn and such is so expensive because they got to make their money somewhere. That number and that metric, actually, I was able to get firsthand having worked for a few years in a theater, working up to be a supervisor, talking to the managers, talking to the general manager about this kind of stuff, because one of the things that I loved about the job that I always volunteered to do was to help close, basically to, to count money and, and to follow those things. Um, I was always incredibly interested uh, by it. So uh, it was really fun being able to, once I started doing box office coverage here on this uh, channel a few years ago, you know, really when I started things off, to be able to bring that information with me. Sasha says, but I thought Peter Parker was the Invincible Iron Boy, at least in the MCU. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, and again, Miles Morales, if you like him as a character, great. But but he's Miles Morales. He's not Spider-Man. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And I hope I just triggered somebody. Also, uh, Spider-Man is a Sony product. And again, hope I just triggered somebody. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi, who's a member, says, facts and logic don't fly these days. Everyone approaches everything emotionally now. This is very true. This is very, very true. If my emotions say one thing, then it must be true. Or if my emotions are one thing, then I will give up on everything else. By the way, Aussie fam, please uh, hang on to your hats. I'll get to y'all once I find myself in a stable uh, position here on the chat. Rob D says, hello, Odin watching Successions on HBO Max. Not really sure what it's about. Only in episode one. Yeah, I, I've I've heard of it, uh, but not enough to know really much about the show. My wife and I started watching a show last night on Apple TV Plus called the, was it The Shrink Next Door or something with Paul Rudd and uh, Will Ferrell. And so far, it's actually really good. It's a, it's a dramatic uh, show inspired by real events. And... Uh, it is really well done, and man, oh man, uh, Paul Rudd plays such a such a great uh, scumbag like character, um, and that's all I'll say about it. But so far, we're, we're liking it. Alice McCarthy, a wise man once said, "Peter Parker is Spider Man. Miles Morales is Miles Morales." Yes, yes, uh, many people have said this at this point. Brian Barth, uh, thoughts on the Golden Globe, Golden Globe nominations? Had no idea that those had even been announced because one the golden globes haven't mattered if ever if ever maybe then in decades was the last time those things mattered um and it's kind of like the whose line is it anyway where, where again it, it exists but the, the, the points don't really matter 
And it doesn't. The Golden Globes really just don't matter at all. But I had no idea. I don't even know what's nominated. And I honestly don't even care. Because there's nothing about modern Hollywood that I could give two hoots about. Uh, Orange Hat says, I need a Santa hat. Yeah, I mean, I could wear a Santa hat. I did wear uh, a flat cap out today because it was a little cold and it was felt nice on on the bald head so i might have to bring that back to the stream because any og people remember when i was first streaming when i first started off i was i was rocking that flat cap from from a very early stage it's pretty great uh lucas says you mean omnicorp yes exactly exactly rosie g12 hail to you uh laura it's a short story she is the modern major general of the story says story i'm late needed the mcflurry someone posted a youtube video with a spoiler as the thumbnail what an ass hat oh my goodness really that's ridiculous and and you know it was a spoiler like it wasn't a part of their promotional material or anything because i have seen some images floating around that do reveal the existence of certain uh characters as far as a villain is concerned that's all i'll say about it um and i may have even already talked about this character you know being a part of it because of the promotional material because there was actually a sit-down interview that was put out as well uh with with the various villains that are in that are in the movie but um that sucks and i i uh, i hate when people do that i really do it's one thing like because even i try my best to withhold on spoilers you know, after opening night, opening weekend, and I try and hold off until maybe getting into week two, because my mindset's always, if you care that much about it, one, you'll go see it opening night, you'll go see it as soon as you possibly can, or two, if you really care that much about it, and you know that for some reason, legitimate reason, you can't go see it opening night, then you're going to avoid any and all social media, because social media is just filled to the brim with that kind of stuff, but that's that's low for anyone to do that. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised since the movie has not been released yet. I would not be surprised if that person got some type of, some type of copyright strike or some type of uh, message in any way, I guess. Let's see. Uh, depending on what it was, of course. Tina says, how did we jump from Delta to Omicron in the Greek alphabet? They missed a bunch of other letters. Well, here's the thing, Tina. So there actually were other variants. So there, one, there were other variants. Two, two, they did not want to name. Actually, no, no, no. I think it was that there was another variant. Wait a minute. So I don't know the Greek alphabet, to be perfectly honest. But here, th- there are two that they skipped for a specific purpose. This, this I do know as a fact. They skipped new, right? Nu, I think, is the way it's transliterated. But they they skipped new. And that was for logical reasons, right? Because you you don't want to have it be, it's the new strain, right? Because, okay, well, yeah, but what, what's it called? It's the new. You have basically a, a who's on first situation, right? Um, so you, you don't want to have that. You don't, you don't want to have that going on. Um, and then they also skipped uh, G, XI. And obviously pronunciation, I don't know. But that was clearly because they didn't want to have it be named after the current leader of the Communist Party, communist of china so uh that was for political reasons i don't know if there's anything else in between if there is anything else in between if there is anything else in between 
uh, Nu and G or, or, or between Delta and that, those would have been other variants that just didn't get nearly as much attention or as much research or whatever, or were not nearly as uh, prominent. But the reason, yeah, so new they skipped because it just, again, sounds like new, um, etc. Anyway, Modalicious, thank you very much for the two nada sasa super chat. He says here, 20 minutes ago, Omnicorp is the same as Hillary Clinton saying 9-11. You mean saying 9-1-1? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely seems like it for sure. Thank you very much for that. By the way, Lost Soldier, I saw you in the chat, uh, but the chat's about to jump on me, so I'm going to try and avoid that if all possible. Luca, as a member, says, I propose that we turn uh, to the Chinese alphabet for the naming of the variants. Well, I think it would be a lot more appropriate seeing that right now <laughs> it is now mainstream to accept as fact, or at the very least as a high probability, that it indeed came from a, a lab leak. HyperNex13 says, in a universe of 007 Universe, No Way Home to Die, starring James Bond, Sean Connery, Daniel Craig, and Pierce Brosnan. That was all over the place. Uh, Innovator Setsuna. What's going on? There's Lost Soldier. Hail to you. Good sir. Thank you very much for being here. All right, all right. Forever Sci-Fi, who is a member, says, if you thought Cats was bad, when it comes to musicals, Hollywood had a true hold my beer moment with that West Side Story. Really? So you actually saw West Side Story, uh, the newer version, because uh, I actually don't mind the first one. Some people, uh, some people don't like it, and I understand why their their mindset is okay. It's about New York gangs and they're singing and dancing. Okay, yeah, I get it. You're you're not a musical person, or or, or at least you're you're not a full musical theater person. If you've been watching me for a while, you know I am a theater person. There's a reason why Hannibal Grimm comes in all the time with fussy, 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 because that's just what we do here. Um, however. <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. However, um, I'm more likely to like it. Now, what I will say is the two things that I've mentioned about the film that have been, uh, I guess, leaked in a certain way about the film. Uh, one, all the Spanish scenes, no English subtitles. Because uh, they didn't want it to seem, they didn't want to be, they did not want it to be uh, supremacist was basically part of their reason and logic. They did not want the English to somehow seem like it was more important by being a subtitle. It's like, no, it's called not everyone speaks that language. You put the subtitles in so that everyone knows what's being said and what's going on. And then, of course, changing a character who was always a female tomboy character. I know a lot of women in my life who grew up as tomboys. Some very close to me grew up as tomboys. And they decided to turn it into a trans non-binary character, which is not, one, at all what the character was, and two, would not have existed during that time in history. Anyway, uh, Jason, what's going on? Good sir. Thank you for being here. Modalicious with another. Sasa Super Chat says, quick, be afraid of Wattweilers, Dobermans, Pitbulls, German Shepherds, and St. Bernards because it's the dog of the year and we said so. Be afraid. Seriously. Seriously. That That is now that's what they have gotten to is be afraid. Why? Because we told you to. Luca, I have not been following, but what is triggering about saying that Peter Parker is Spider-Man? I thought it was a matter of fact. It is a matter of fact. That's the thing. It is a matter of fact, but people for some reason are getting triggered because they don't like when you say that Miles Morales is not Spider-Man. Instead, he's, he's Miles Morales. For some reason, it's triggering people. Uh, AJD says, just watch Die Hard in the cinema. Well, welcome back, good sir. 
the old guard in the chat. Hail to you. Let's see. Rosie G12 is a member. Um, I had your comment clicked, and it didn't click. I'm sorry, Rosie. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, Hyperin says, Peter Parker, Spider-Man is up there with water is wet. Battle shall be legendary. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. By the way, to 80 people watching on YouTube, smash that like button. If you're watching on Odyssey, light up that fire button. I will get to my Odyssey fam. Don't worry. Um, but uh, YouTube is hopping right now. Gary Banjo Sandwich says, just watch a crazy film, uh, The French Dispatch. What a thrill ride of a film recommended Fresh Bonkers. Dude, yes. Uh, uh, Laura, the modern major general. The modern major general uh, has highly recommended that film. And I'm hoping it's playing on Friday in my large theater. I'm still waiting on showtimes for that. Hopefully it's updated since... Uh, I haven't checked in a few hours, so hopefully they've given some Friday showtimes. My hope is uh, Friday showtimes get released. That movie's still playing. It has an early showing, and I can double dip, and I can do a double feature because I have not seen a film. Uh, I'll be obviously seeing Spider-Man Thursday night, but I have not been able to like do my typical double feature in a very, very long time. So I'm very much looking forward to it, hoping I can update uh, and get caught up on some films. That one is at the top of my list. That and Belfast. Uh, let's see. Jason Evanstein says, California is going back to mass mandates. God, I hate this place. Someone get me out of here. Yeah, um, I, I would say, you know, leave. But obviously, that's easier said than done. I, I hope that you're able to escape the tyranny that is California. Andrew Hayes, hello. Hello to you. Let's see. Zero hour says, hey, it's, is, is Odin's connection going in and out? Uh, not to my knowledge. Gonzalo Bergali, what is going on? Welcome. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Andrew, so calling all the elites lizard people is a good thing? Um, no. According to Mama Susan, it's something that is is fake news. Gonzalo says, I was on Twitter live Periscope. It never felt so lonely. Also, Odin, over there, you were breaking a lot during the Joe Rogan podcast comments. Oh. I'm sorry to hear that. Hopefully, uh, I've not been breaking up on YouTube or in other locations. But I am sorry if that is the case. I'm not seeing any connection issues on my end. Uh, but I do apologize if that is the case. Zero R says, imagine Wikipedia using sources like we got this covered. Yeah, seriously. that And that's the reason why, even on Wikipedia, even when you go to their sources, you want to make sure, sure their sources are good. So, yeah, if, if the budget was there, because guess what? I was looking up a film earlier. I was trying to find the budget for No Way Home because as of a few hours ago, they had not released the budget for No Way Home. I, 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 I tried looking it up because sometimes Wikipedia isn't always right on top of that. And guess what? The only source, quote unquote source, that had any information about it was we got this covered. And I was like, nope, you're not valid. You're fake news. Oh, man. Luckily, Wikipedia typically does not use that. Uh, let's see. Jeremy Zakowski, Steven Spielberg is blaming COVID for his film's failure. Spider-Man is going to prove him wrong. Yeah, seriously. That's that's exactly true. And it's funny because I have, I have this other person, the one who who just put Omicron, like that's all he put. Like that was his argument. And he was saying, you know, all films are failing, all the blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I can list this and this and this. And he's like, even Spider-Man's going to fail. I'm like, bro, if you honestly think that Spider-Man's going to be a financial failure, you, you're, you need you need help. Again, as I said, I, I'm fairly confident and I can say with, with with a lot of confidence at this point that that film will break a billion dollars. How far over a billion does it go? I don't know. But just based on what we got, 
Uh, Andrew Hayes says, just a quick FYI, Variety basically gives away the plot of Spider-Man in their review. Uh, I stare clear of reviews in general because most of the time they're just nonsense. Uh, I had to go on pilgrimage with my fellow comrade Ugandan Knuckles and report this No Way Home hype with Lord Arambe. I spit on the of our sea. Uh, let's see, Hardwick. Did you hear about the unbearable weight of massive talent? Upcoming comedy with Nicolas Cage. Spanish millionaire pays $1 million to attend his birthday party. Not. Lobster11. Hail to you. Luca said, I wanted to write, at least not intentionally. And I've already forgotten the context of that, but that's okay. It happens. Let's see. Forever Sci-Fi. At this point, I'm not going to the theater to see Spider-Man just to give a middle finger to the people pushing lockdown. Oh, I'm going to the theater. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Again, you don't really have to feel the guilt about Disney getting money because the vast majority of the money is going to be going to Sony. Because, by the way, if I haven't mentioned already, Spider-Man No Way Home is a Sony film. Is it taking place within the framework of the MCU? Yeah. But is it a Sony film? Yes, it is. 75% of the money was put in by Sony, and 75% of the profits are going back to Sony. So, again, screw you. Uh, And you know exactly who you are. Uh, But anyway, uh, yeah, that's the other reason to go see it, too. To go see it in theaters. is because they don't want you to. They, talking here about the politicians, the elitists, all of those in power. They want you to stay afraid. They want you to stay terrified. Because the, as, the, as long as you are terrified and scared, they control you. And they're not going to let that up. And that's why, as I said, highly recommend you check out this podcast by Joe Rogan. Again, episode 1747 with Dr. Peter McCall. Highly recommend it. I know Joe Rogan will say, I'm like halfway through and I don't think I've heard a single expletive. Um, so I know that's one of the issues that I've had with Joe Rogan's podcast in the past. It is all technical. It is all data driven. It is just, again, every part of it is analytical. And that's what I love about it. Sometimes Joe Rogan is able to have really in depth conversations about important issues. And obviously, with him being dragged through the mud with fake news about his own treatments, I, again, uh, highly would recommend that episode because one of the things he makes very clear is that they, very early on, did not want to talk about or dive into treatment it was very early on vaccine and that's it so they clearly again were all about fear and control from the very beginning anyway gonzalo says imdb no longer credits them as rumors but as uncredited interesting interesting um well gonzalo i i really do hope bro that uh that that is IMDB being silly because if if you just pointed to something that would qualify as and again if that is and that's something that I should have read beforehand but I I saw the name and I trusted the name which again is is my bad uh, as I said please do not put any spoilers or something that might even be conceived as a spoiler as I said. IMDB sometimes will have people update the site with information that is not true. Uh, So I will just leave it at that. All right. Mr. Roy, what's going on, Mr. Roy? Welcome. Welcome, good sir. Let's see. Physics Channel with Kenny Lee says, How would you think a mid-20-year-old Peter Parker Spider-Man movie would do? I think it'd be fine. 
I think that's what we need too, right? We've already had way too many origin stories and we don't need any more origin stories. What we need, what we need is the uh, ability to actually go and, and I just lost my train of thought. I just lost my train of thought. Uh, yeah, but what we need is Hollywood to actually go out of their way to tell us new stories. To tell us new stories. We've already heard the origin story a thousand different times. We don't need that anymore. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi says, The Miles Morales game came with PS5 bundle. I've yet to remove the plastic from it. Yeah. I'd much rather go to the PS4 that I have and, and, and replay Spider-Man because that was fun. Again, I'd be fine playing as Miles Morales, but guess what? I'd be playing as Miles Morales. Uh, Hyperdex 13. Speaking of Paul Rudd, I really enjoyed Ghostbusters Afterlife. What a breath of fresh air compared to how Cough Cough Fake Wars was handled. Also, super hyped about Cobra Kai. I have not seen the trailer yet for Cobra Kai, but I'm very excited that people are excited. So I can't wait to see the trailer for that. Uh, 70B says, hey sorry I'm late. That's the charm of me. Yes, indeed. Well, welcome back, Stephanie B. Always glad to have you here. G-Monkey. And no beardaments. Yes, I will have to dig up the beardaments and put those back on. Shout out to Laura for sending those back years ago. Uh, Lost Soldier. He was an OG member. He remembers the hat. Absolutely. Let's see. I have Apple TV free for three months with my new phone. Christmas binge watching. Expecting a lot of late nights ahead. Uh, Gary Banjo Sandwich that I would recommend. Again, I think it's called The Shrink Next Door with Paul Rudd. Uh, so far, it's been pretty good. Also, my wife and I watched uh, another show. Oh, my goodness. I, I just blanked on the name. It's a show with Jason Sudeikis, though, as a soccer coach. And people in the live chat will let you know what that is. I liked it. It's got its moments where it's like, Bleh, but um, for the most part, it's pretty good. See, Hardwick says, did you see No Way Home teaser where the iron spire legs pop out of Spider-Man's suit? And Doc Ock looks at his tentacles and says, boys, it looks like we've got some competition. Yes. That was very matter of fact. Cosmo James, what's going on? Uh, Tina B says, oh, and Hans Zimmer got a GG nod to celebrate. Geeks and gamers? <laughs> What? Uh, anyway, Buford T. Justice Buford. Thank you for the $20 Sasa Super Chat. 15 minutes ago, he says, spoiler, Bruce Willis is dead in the sixth sense. Oh, come on, man. Ted Lasso. Thank you very much. Uh, live chat. Ted Lasso, G-Monkey, and Punk Waddle. Yeah, I, I thought Ted Lasso was great. I thought it was hilarious. But also, it, it deals with some serious topics as well. And again, there's moments in there where I'm like, Ugh, you know, that's got the modern, you know, random moments of identity politics, but it's very light. It's very, very light. Um, but for the most part, it's pretty enjoyable. And in fact, it really goes into, I think, some important issues, uh, including things with mental health as well. But anyway, Buford T. Justice, I'm not mad because of the spoiler. I'm mad because it's the most overused, uh, well-known spoiler. Uh, let's see, Laura says here, the Golden Globes used to be fun to watch because the nominees drank during the ceremony and it made for some funny moments. And I will say the last time, the last time you had any, the last time that you had any good Golden Globe moments was the Ricky Gervais years. If Ricky Gervais ever came back to host those, I would watch those. 
I would hate every moment of the show. I'd probably turn it off in between and mute it in between. I would watch it just so that I can listen to Ricky Gervais tear every single one of those people down. That's the only reason to watch. And that was the last time I ever watched. Anyway, Lost Soldier. Tanya said, nobody names things after me. But when you think about it, what do they name after anyone that you want to be remembered with? Ooh. Alice McCarthy. Or if you're like me and can't physically go to the movies because back and nerve damage, give me the spoilers, all of them. No. Just means that you need to step up, bro. You need to, you need to man up. Obviously, I'm kidding. Much love to you, Alex McCarthy. Uh, Tina B, the other Greek letters will be disappointed. And yeah, there's a few between Delta and Omicron. Remember, I'm learning Greek. That's right, Tina. You are. You are. So anyway, yeah. So the two they skipped that I know of as a fact they skipped were new, right? And you knew because they couldn't just call it the new variant. And then she, because XI, they, they obviously couldn't name a strain after the communist world leader who was probably partly responsible for the leak in the first place, but I digress. All right, favorite sci-fi. Uh, if we can't call it G, can we at least call it Winnie the Variant? Yes. Favorite sci-fi, I think you've just won the comment of the evening so far. Yes. Let's call it Winnie the Pooh, because not only... Winnie the Pooh Variant, not only because it, I think, makes it just sound more of what it actually is, uh, but also, it would make the communist leader unhappy. And anything that makes the communist leader of China unhappy makes me happy because he's a communist. Anyway. Uh, Matthew Highland says, have you had a chance to watch Tick, Tick, Boom yet? Andrew Garfield was great. And uh, Matthew Highland, I didn't just watch it. I, I, I devoured it. I watched it twice. I watched it once uh, by myself and then watched it once with the wife because I thought she would enjoy it. And she did. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And let me just say, it was Lin-Manuel Miranda's uh, directorial debut. And anyone who knows me, you know, I'm not a fan of his. I think he's vastly overrated. That being said, just like a uh, broken clock can be right twice a day, there are some times where people who are overhyped and overrated can, can put out a decent product. Tick, Tick, Boom was good. I like Tick, Tick, Boom. I thought it was very well taken care of. I thought it was very well put together. And really, there's just a couple of moments that I had any issues with. And the fact that they could have done more politicking in it, the fact that they could have done more politicking in it, and they chose not to, I have to give kudos. Uh, Dan Blackroy, what's up? Uh, Duckula, what's going on? Uh, yes, uh, Tomboy Lives Matter. Lost Soldier. By the way, I'm, I'm so sorry to my Odyssey fam for falling so far behind. Lost Soldier, I love the original from the 1980s, but can't bring myself to see the new one. Oh, if you're talking about the new one, are you talking about Ghostbusters? It's very good. It's very, very good. I highly recommend that. Uh, Zero says, I recently watched Welcome to Raccoon City, and it made me feel so bad that I had to dig up my archives to watch Singing in the Rain, and the movie was light years better. Dang, that's saying a lot. Uh, by the way, Rosetta Allen, thoughts and prayers heading to you. I know that uh, you are um, going through a lot right now. So anyone, thoughts and prayers send out to Rosetta Allen. Uh, thank you very much uh, for being here. And I know that you're you're going through a rough time. So praying for you. Awesome one. What's going on? Says your gift is under the tree. Oh, how did you know I even had a tree? All right, Andrew Hayes, tag to say, speaking of theater, Stratford, Ontario, Canada has some of the best Shakespeare theater in the world. Nice. I'm not much for Shakespeare. 
I like adaptations of Shakespeare, specifically by Akira Kurosawa. That's about as far as I'll go. All right, did you know the new version of West Side Story gender swaps Doc into a character named Valentina, played by Rita Moreno? And what are your thoughts on that? The same as the other things that they did that they did not have to do and clearly were done for identity politics nonsense. It's stupid. Uh, Slicer, an equally triggering fact, if not more so, is that Steve Rogers, and only Steve Rogers, is Captain America. Yeah. Who would have thunk that? Ooh, thank you, Laura. She says here, oh, nudity warning for Last Dispatch, but it was uh, in the context of a female nude modeling for artists. Yeah, and, and again, that that is that is nudity. And that sounds like a weird thing to say, but there is pornography or there is nudity used in a pornographic way. And then there is this the nudity, right? Well, obviously, we look to some of the greatest art pieces and artworks of all time and the way in which they showcase the female form and the male form. And those are made not to try and exploit those, but to try and uh, but instead to try and kind of capture them. Right. So the issue for me comes in when they are clearly using the sexual forms of men and women to try and sexualize them. So if it's being done in that way where it's being done for artistic purposes, that doesn't bother me nearly as much. Uh, let's see. Forever, or rather, Alex McCarthy. Other fact is Spider-Man is a menace. Now bring me pictures of Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Physics Channel, thanks for letting me know uh, that there are not issues going on on YouTube at least. Appreciate it. Someone I, I just saw with Minds, uh, I think uh, Heimdall was posting a link to Minds. I would love if Minds.com started to host some live streaming. I love me some Odyssey, but uh, Minds is probably my favorite all-tech social media platform. Lost Soldier Spielberg needs to blame going needs to be needs to blame going woke, not advertising, making a musical that was better, making something divisive in 2021, and then the use of the word Latinx to describe Latinos and Hispanics. Yeah, I remember seeing that go around. Uh, go around the water cooler as well. And I, I did not know that he had done that. But yeah, that's ridiculous. Especially when you're dealing with a film that takes place during a time where that concept did not exist because that concept is completely made up. It's not real. Punkwaddle, what's going on? Andrew Hayes says, Sony has been the most successful movie studio this year. Um, Maybe. It's definitely one of the most successful. I, I've broken it down. And here's the issue. You have these independent studios. So, for instance, you have studios like MGM, which is currently in the process of being bought out by Amazon. It hasn't been approved yet. But MGM kind of stands alone in certain respects. And then there's other studios that you have that are standalone or are owned by different people as well. So there's a there are a couple of films that are hard to pinpoint. And I did a full breakdown, actually, uh, in a separate chart. It's not posted anywhere yet. Uh, but by the way, someone was asking, do I have a movie site? Yeah, OMBreviews.com. OMB Reviews. OMBreviews.com. Uh, and you can find a lot of fun stuff there. I plan to try and, if I have time this week, start to add some more stuff to it. For instance, add a page that actually hosts my videos so I, I can embed my videos that uh, once they go live on Odyssey, I can embed them into my website. So that way people can just go right to the website and, and just watch the video. Not to worry about signing in anything, but watch it there on uh, through Odyssey's platform, uh, at least Odyssey hosting it. And uh, that's one of the things I want to add. And then obviously, I also want to – I really would love to streamline the box office charting. If anyone knows how to take – Basically, make it where I'm still doing data entry via Excel Sheets. I use Google Sheets. 
but how I can make it look pretty or how I can make it look nice. If anyone has an idea about that, and again, I'm, I'm someone working with very minimal tech expertise, I'd appreciate it. Anyway, email me, odinsmovieblog at gmail.com. Uh, Luca, it's getting late for me. I'll be heading off. Hope you have a nice and fruitful third week of Advent. Well, God bless you, Luca. I appreciate it, man. Blessed uh, third week of Advent to you as well. Remember, the theme of this week is joy. Uh, there was the question, Thomas Payton. Yeah, OMBreviews.com. In his latest video, John Schneider explains why there's a reason to believe that Alec Baldwin may have intended. Uh, I think we, yeah, I think you, I think, yeah, so we talked about this a little bit last time, maybe not about this exact subject, but if anyone's interested in the Alec Baldwin situation, it's not as much a situation I'm covering. Uh, but yeah, John Schneider seems to be a pretty good resource on that. Over on DLive, we got Daniel Thorne. How likely is it No Way Home will help Disney make back its money uh, that they lost through the year, even though they only get 25%? Though Daniel Thorne, that tells me that you've been not watching my videos. I actually did a theoretical on this. So I actually did a video where I did a theoretical breakdown. I said, okay, let's assume the film makes a billion dollars. And because we don't have a production budget, we had to make some guesses as to what the production budget actually is. Basically, we're looking at Disney's cut of the movie. If, if it makes exactly a billion, depending on how much the budget of the film is, you're looking at Disney getting maybe, what was it, around 90 to $150 million in profits? Maybe? Could it, I think it may have even, actually no, maybe it was 75 to $90 million. I forgot the exact number. Uh, but I broke it down in, in a video. So again, check check the videos from the last few weeks, uh, last few days rather, and I do a specific video talking about that. But the point is, it gets nowhere close to making up the 400 plus million dollar loss from this past year. So yeah, anyone saying, hey, it's going to do it. it it's going to bring Disney back. Not when it's getting 25% of the cut. And then of course, what is the instant thing that they bring up? Well, merchandising. Okay. Yes. Disney owns basically 100% of the merchandising rights to Spider-Man. That's something that Sony did sell because they were in financial straits. This was back you know, years ago at this point. Uh, so they were in financial straits, and so they had to sell off the, uh, the merchandising rights. But the question is, of course, how much money are they actually going to be able to attribute to this movie? And that's just something you really can't do. Because, and this is the same reason why anytime people bring up, yeah, but what about HBO Max subscriptions? What about this or what about that? The issue is that until someone can show me a metric and show me money of, hey, we know as a fact that a thousand people signed up for HBO Max specifically for this movie. Okay, that's a metric that I can work with. Then I can do the math on that and say, okay, this movie gained X amount of dollars out of HBO Max subscriptions. The issue is that you can't do that because you can't read into the mind of a subscription. Because what if someone signed up for HBO Max because they wanted to see a film like Dune, for instance, but they also wanted to have their subscription because they also wanted to watch a lot of other films there too. So then you can't give that money that was paid for that subscription directly into the camp of whatever film that you're claiming it for because you would then have to essentially split it up into something else, you know? So, again, people don't think about these things, though. Uh, Punk Waddle says, tell us a day in the life. 
Ironically, action movie franchise now cut backstory and go straight into the action, yet superhero movies are stuck at rehearsing the start. Yeah, pretty much. Refreshing the start. Yeah, g- give us something in the middle of the action. Yes, the Beardiments. So, so good. Sage of Rakaseko, what's going on? He says, a tardy hail to you. Well, thank you for being here. All right, so Golden Globes is what was meant by GG. Uh, don't be so silly. Hans Zimmer, Denis, and Dune got Golden Globe nominations. Thought you'd be more excited than Tom Cruise on Sofa. I mentioned in Discord. Okay, see, I guess I did. I it went over my head because I was at school when I originally had seen that message. And and as you know, because of mistakes I made in the past, like I don't always get just to read everything. I just kind of react to kind of the basic things that are being mentioned. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't care about that just because again, Golden Globes are meaningless. And again, I didn't even get a notification that those were being talked about. So I think that says a lot about where those are on the minds of most people these days. Uh, Buford T. Justice, thank you very much for the $10 says super chat. Says Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Clark Kent is Superman. Bruce Wayne is Batman. Tony Stark is Iron Man. Steve Rogers, Captain America. And Latinx is not real. Changed my mind. There's no need to change the mind because those are all facts. Mark, what's up? Laura. Back in the '90s, Gillian Anderson won for X Files, but she was hammered and could find and couldn't find her way uh, through the tables to the stage. That's great. Yeah, see, again, that that sounds like stuff that again, it's entertainment. It may not be my kind of entertainment, but it's entertainment. Modelicious, thank you for another two dollars. Super chat says your dislike button is available. I wonder why. You must have the extension to have it show. Or it's not yet been implemented in your part of the world. Because it is regional. Uh, Andrew Hayes says they skipped Mew 2 in COVID variant naming. Did they Did they really skip Mew? Mew 2? <laughs> There's a Pokemon joke for everybody. Uh, Evan S says, please open the present with a snowman last. Okay, gotcha. Tick, tick, boom. Also got Golden Globe nomination. I forget which category. It would have to be best comedy musical. Uh, would be my guess. If it was not best comedy or musical, then it would have to be for either music. I don't know if that's... I, again, I, I just don't even care about the Golden Globes, so I'm just not even going to say it anymore. Rosie says, after Michelle Williams accepted a Golden Globe award and lauded the vile act against the most defenseless in her acceptance, I can't watch Golden Globes. I do replay uh, Gervais' monologue, however. Yeah, as I said, the only thing that would ever get me to watch it again would be specifically to watch that, and I would mute or turn off every other moment of it because, yes, not just because of the nonsense of everything else they do, but yeah, that moment was disgusting. I remember the moment you're talking about, and anytime anyone is ever going to use their platform to basically say that the murdering of innocent children in the womb is, is a good thing is again disgusting especially as someone for her to someone like her who has has a daughter to say something like that that that's disgusting anyway andrew hayes i wonder if they will do the next letter in the greek alphabet pi <gasps> ooh is that really the next one I would oh the the pie variant that that just sounds delicious. I'd like me some pie. Hyperdex thirteen. If there's no pizza time scenes or pizza in No Way Home, zero out of ten. Yes, or give me rent. I must have rent. That has to be in there too. Uh, Hardwick. Oh, and I looked up the details about the trans character. Spielberg added two brief scenes. The first, the character yells that she isn't a girl. The second, gay member accepts her as a ma- I, again. Yeah, that's stupid. That is stupid. Uh, Lost Soldier. 
Uh, no. 1960s, Dan Star from 1960s West Side Story. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Miss Martin Muses, thank you for the red rose. Thank you very much for the red rose. Super sticker donation. I very much appreciate it. All right, I do need to head over now to my Odyssey fam because they have been incredibly patient. Thank you, Odyssey fam, for being very patient. Uh, thank you very much for lighting up the fire. There's 12 watching and only six fires. Light up that fire button. We got the R. What's going on? Long last name. We got Jimmy's. Jimmy.com says, will the Oscars include uh, Helena Hutchins in memoriam? Uh, I don't know. I actually don't really know a whole lot uh, about her, so I can't really say. Uh, let's see. The R attack said, I had the same breaking issues during the Rogan comments. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, maybe it is a conspiracy after all. The R then says, oh, wow, I just broke up when you mentioned Rogan again. What? That's so crazy. That is so crazy. Man, oh, man. Uh, as a Latino, I hate Latinx. I refuse to use it because it's not real. If you actually look to polling, the vast majority of Latino and Latina people, one, don't use it, but two, don't even know what the heck it means. Seriously, it's ridiculous. Anyway, a lot of that fire button, please, if you're watching Odyssey, and thank you all for watching. And I do apologize that it takes me a while, but when the YouTube comments are a-flowing, 81 people watching over there, 12 over on Odyssey. Obviously, uh, I try and go and split uh, things as best I can. All right, so while the comments are still a little bit under control, I, again, wanted to shout out Evan S., so I'll see if I can get all of the presents opened up uh, during this segment here. But a huge shout-out to Evan S., who sent me a gigantic uh, package, which I will share just a little bit. So here's a photo that I want to share. So this was a, a part of the package. It was sent to uh, Lady Freya, and it was for our family. And actually, I do not own one of these as far as like an actual rigid structure. So this is something that I've always wanted, and, and I thought it was absolutely beautiful. So again, Evan asked, thank you. He sent me a advent, uh, an advent wreath and uh, candles, beeswax candles. And I have an image of that here. So here is us uh, the other day. Once we got it all set up, we were able to... Um, we were able to get it lighted, and I uh, was able to explain to my son a little bit about. It. Obviously, he doesn't understand it, but he was he was watching it. And he was very intrigued by it, and so uh, it's just really beautiful. And I'm very excited to be able to kind of have that be a part of our um, what I hope to be. After you know, today was a rough day with 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 him, and so obviously we weren't able to to get him you know in a situation to do that tonight. But uh, if anyone has recommendations, any of my trad cats, because uh, I know I got some trad cat cats in the chat. Uh, if you know any really good, um, any really good uh, prayers for Advent, uh, especially for the lighting of the candles, please uh, let me know. I would appreciate that. Um. Okay. Am I okay. Uh, well, and I just lost all of my comments, so I was removing that picture, and, uh, it freaked out, so I'm seeing comments again, however, I, I don't know exactly what happened, uh, people said the stream died, I, again, I did not press the X button, I was getting rid of the source. I was getting rid of the picture source. And Restream died on me. That, that's not me. That's not on me. Don't you call me a boomer. 
That was not on me. By the way, I do apologize, though, because all of those comments have been lost. I said the R calling me a boomer. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, so I do have a live chat open, though. I will be trying to uh, see if there's as many comments as that I can possibly find uh, to shout some people out. Uh, but unfortunately, um, I may not be able to uh, shout everybody out. Uh, but anyway, let me go ahead and since I still had a lull, uh, open up the presents. So I know he had said to open up the snowman one last. So we'll start off with this first one. So it is addressed to Lord Odin from S. And it's gift-wrapped and everything. So I believe this is the movies that he sent to me. By the way, I always appreciate about Evan S. He always takes a lot of detail in these. He actually does, like, legit. If you can see it, it's like wax. He actually does legit wax sealing. And it's it's pretty incredible. So, again, thank you very much. Also, he sent me a very nice letter. So thank you very much for that. Kind of explaining a little bit about the movies he sent. All right. Oh, and they're just all here. All right. So, he did warn me that some of them are not in the preferred format. Uh, obviously, I, I I care very much about, um, you know, Blu-rays and, and, and high-quality stuff, right? Very, very high-quality stuff. Uh, anyway, let me just double-check to see everything is uh, still up and running. It looks like it is. Cool. So I'm going to let those comments build back up so that way I can actually highlight them in the future. So anyway, let's go through some of these films that he sent to me. All right. The first is The Courage to Love with Vanessa Williams and uh, Gil Bellows. In world tradition, they dare to break the rules. Courage of Love. And it's set in pre-Civil War New Orleans. Again, my hometown. Very, very cool. It's on DVD, but that's okay. He did point out saying that some of the films he tried to get were only available on DVD and probably would never see a, a Blu-ray release, so I appreciate the thought nonetheless. Some actually he even had to get from other countries, which is pretty awesome. All right, this next one is called The Staircase with Barbara Hershey and William Peterson. Based on the real legend of the miraculous stairway at the Sisters of Loreto Chapel in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Staircase is an inspirational, life-affirming drama of hope. Nice. Very cool. Always love me some faith-based films. Let's get the DVDs out of the way. Uh, oh, man. Buttons, A Christmas Tale with, oh, my goodness, Dick Van Dyke and Angela Lansbury. Well, that just sounds like a lot of fun. Look at that. I had no idea they did a movie together. Angela Lansbury and Dick Van Dyke. Wow. I will forgive that that one, <laughs> that that one showed up. It's a DVD. Uh, let's see. Another one is uh, Time for Miracles, uh, based on the true story of Elizabeth Bailey Seton. Oh, Elizabeth, St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. Okay. Very nice. Emmy-nominated true story. The first American-born citizen to be declared a saint by the Roman Catholic Church. Nice. Very, very cool. I do like that. I've never heard of that one before. But anyway, Kate Mulgrew played that role. All right, let me get the other DVDs out of the way. All right. Documentary, HBO documentary, God is Bigger. Oh, rather, God is the Bigger Elvis. Uh, Academy Award nominee, Best Documentary Short. And on the front, it has Dolores Hart, actress, 1963, 
Dolores Hart Mother Prioress 2012. Wow, okay. So that first image is her as a artist, or rather as a uh, actress, and then she became a Mother Superior. 2012 Academy nominee, Best Documentary. It tells the remarkable story of Dolores Hart, a rising Hollywood starlet who appeared in 10 films starring in 1957, acting with Presley, Montgomery Clift, Warren Beatty, and Anthony Quinn, but abandoned her blossoming career to become a Benedictine nun in 1963. Now Mother Prioress of the Cloistered Abbey of Regina Laudis in Bethlehem, Connecticut. That's phenomenal. Oh, man. That's actually really interesting. Surprised that HBO did a documentary on that. Uh, let's see. We also have here uh, Michael, a film by uh, directed by Michael Curtis. Uh, Curtis, uh, Francis of Assisi. So this is a film that I've heard of before. So the Francis of Assisi film. And then, ooh, inspirational two-pack, The Story of Ruth and One Night with the King. Uh, so that one has... Uh, Peter O'Toole, Timothy, uh, Tiffany DuPont, Luke Goss, Omar Sharif. So I'm sure that Tina is going to recognize a lot of those names. This is a back here on DVD. Very, very cool. All right. And then I don't know if this is a Blu-ray set. It is. All right. So these rest are Blu-rays. So let's start off with the big set. This is Deluxe 3-Disc Collector's Edition. That's Entertainment. The Khalid Indexion. Uh, it says, that's entertainment parts one, two, and three. So this looks like uh, three mellow, uh, three melodic movies in the visual splendor of 1080p. 125 stars and scenes from nearly 100 films. Interesting. Interesting. So this is uh, a lot of documentaries, I'm guessing? That is interesting. I don't really know how to, how to place that. That's awesome. All right, let's see. Uh, oh, I actually like this one. Uh, it wasn't the best Christmas movie, but I actually enjoyed it a lot more. Uh, I got to see this film in theaters, actually, so I don't own it, and so I'm very, very happy to have it. Uh, and this, The Man Who Invented Christmas. I actually really like this film. Uh, starring Christopher Plummer. And uh, also, oh my goodness. Why does it not have... Why is it Dan Stevens? There it is. Also starring Dan Stevens. I actually got to meet him. I got to see him on Broadway. Very, very nice chap. But yeah, I actually really like this one. So I'm glad to own that. All right. Cardinal. Una película de Otto Preminger. El Cardinal. And it's all in Spanish. So I believe it was uh, recorded in English. I think this is the one that he mentioned. He has a full description on it, but obviously everything is in Spanish here. But El Cardinal on Blu-ray. He actually had to get some of these from Spain, which is amazing. Uh, Cecil B. DeMille's masterpiece. Samson and Delilah. Oh, I know Tina's going to be happy about that one. Very, very cool. Again, film I've not seen. All right. Then we have another film, The Cardinal, starring Eric Portman, June... Uh, Duprez Robert Atkins, depicting the power struggles and political intrigue within the 16th century Italian court. Very nice. Nice. Glad to see that on Blu-ray. Let's see. Heaven Knows, Mr. Allison. Clever scripts. John Houston, screenwriting veteran John Lee Mahan. 
Heaven Knows stars Robert Mitchum as a no-nonsense Marine and Deborah Kerr as a dedicated nun, dedicated a decidedly odd couple stranded on Pacific Island overrun by hostile Japanese forces in World War II. Interesting. Very cool. Let's see. The Agony and the Ecstasy with Charlton Heston and Rex Harrison. I feel like this is this is a set of films made for Tina uh, with a lot of these actors who are part of it. The Agony and the Ecstasy. I hadn't heard of that one either. All right. Let's see. We got Max Lucado's The Christmas Candle. Uh, Susan Boyle. I remember Susan Boyle. And uh, Samantha Barks. Samantha Barks, actually uh, a Broadway actress. Uh, if anyone saw the Les Miserables uh, live action film, not a very well done uh, film, by the way. However, Samantha Barks was one of the few actual singers in the film, and, and she did a great job. But anyway, The Christmas Candle. Interesting. Very interesting. And Susan Boyle, of course, she got famous from uh, one of the singing competitions because she has a very beautiful voice. Didn't know that she did any acting. That's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Sword of Sherwood Forest. Hammer Films. Sword of Sherwood Forest is a big screen adaptation of the popular television series, The Adventures of Robin Hood. Stars the same dashing actor, Richard Green, as the Aristo Man of the People. It's directed by Terrence Fisher. Very, very nice. Again, sounds like it was made for Tina. And then we've got John Goodman in The Babe. I forgot that he played uh, Babe Ruth at one point. That's awesome. So that's a really awesome set of films, dude. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. I really do appreciate it. All right. Uh, let me try and see if I can catch up with some comments before diving into his second gift real quick. Um, let us see if I can find uh, some of these. do 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 so Laura had said back in the 90s, Jillian Anderson won for X-Files. Okay, got that one. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. There's the Mewtwo joke. Pizza time. Miss Martin muses. Uh, there it is. So uh, Eagle Rider. Rosetta Allen, again, a story I can't uh, put these on screen, but uh, my stream had a random hiccup. So she says, I know because uh, you know I do some nude art, but about beauty and creation, not vulgarity. Exactly. Exactly. Hybrid X13, do you think Daredevil will show up as Peter's lawyer? I think it'd be really cool to happen, but I feel like at this point we're asking for too much. Um, again, it'd be awesome. Forever Sci-Fi, you can start with an Excel, an Excel template if you don't want to put in the work or want a starting point, something like the personal monthly budget template might work as a starting point. Okay, so so okay, so basically there are some really fancy looking templates um, that basically I could probably adapt some of these to. Okay, because I'm working on Google Sheets, and so I can save it as an Excel. I'm assuming that I could then uh, transport it in some way <laughs> or import it uh, into a theme, uh, or maybe copy and paste into a theme. Okay. Uh, Ask McCarthy says, only award show that matters is the Wednesday Raven Awards. Yes. And the Wednesday Raven Awards, of course, will be coming back next year with a vengeance. And we will uh, open up the nomination. And that reminds me, I got to get those started. I got to get the nomination process opened for those. We'll be using, I think, a different system than we did last year. Um, I think I had figured out a better system 
overall. But we'll get we'll get that in. We'll get nominations for all the major categories going because uh, I, I like to try and get the nominations for the Wednesday Raven Awards around the same time as the Oscar nominations because ours are much more important. Uh, Modalicious, thank you for the $2 super chat. Says your dislike is up, but Santa Inks isn't shady. Ah, interesting. That is odd. Because it is, uh, it is by region, but you're in this region watching both of those. That's that's weird. Let's see, Nathan David Slay said, "You want your rent? You'll get your rent when you fix this damn door." Yes, 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 yes. All righty then. Let's see. Uh, Hypernex thirteen. Latina and Latino and Hispanic are two different things, right? I am confused. I don't know the fullness of that, to be honest, but yeah, again, it wasn't a boomer moment. It was uh, Restream being redonkulous. It was Restream being redonkulous. All right. So I think I might be able to actually catch up with um, most people's comments. Just won't be able to actually put them up on the screen, sadly. So let us see. Well, what are we? Da, 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 Latino comment. Matthew Highland tagged us said F in the chat for Odin, who turned out the lights. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how that uh, turns out in the uh, playback. Uh, for Sci-Fi says that was a boomer moment. Again, I did not hit the X button. Harwick says, you're turning into Gary. I'm not. Gary would have actually hit the X button. I was trying to get rid of the photograph. That's all I was trying to do. But... Guess I should have clicked a different button instead. Oh well. Uh, Sage of Rokaseko says I like using the Oanda fonts from Vespers from December seventeenth to the twenty third. Okay, so for for prayers with the uh, for Advent. Okay, very nice. Yeah, I guess are there any other? Because I know there's prayers like specifically for the lighting at home of uh, Advent wreaths. So uh, yeah, if anyone has good information about that, uh, again, email me or, or reach out to me via. Uh, direct message on uh, the various social media platforms. I do finally have my chat set up on Minds. So if there's any Minds.com users, I do have my chat set up there. You have to go through this whole process, but uh, I think I got it working now. Andrew Hayes says, you may have a ghost in your machine. Could be. Got that reference. Forever Sci-Fi. It was like Spaceballs when you turned off the movie. Seriously. Was I still being heard, I guess, is the main thing. Uh, Physics Channel says, time for the old man voice. Yes, well, you know, sometimes Gary, uh, you know, sometimes Gary uh, would like to press the X button, but not me. Sage says, ooh, the stairway, great story. Some people liken the movies that were being mentioned there. Kia Rogers, have you seen Lilies of the Field? I have not seen Lilies of the Field, actually. Sage says, the tours available at the Seton Shrine in Epicsburg are really worthwhile. You should plan a pilgrimage after watching the movie. Yeah, I, that's something I would really like to be able to do. Because, you know, in my mind for pilgrimages, I, I typically think, you know, the big ones, you know, uh, El Camino. I, I think about European uh, pilgrimages. Obviously, <laughs> fortunately, seems like a thing of the past with everything going on. But I, I would really like to be able to do that. But, uh, yeah, that's one that's a little bit closer to home that could actually be more realistic. Um, that's something I think I'd like to do with a group. That'd be really cool. Harvey says, I've known about Dolores Hart for years because my mother is a huge Elvis fan. The Elvis movie that she was in was Loving You. Wow. Tina says, I've seen both the story of Ruth and One Night with the King. I like them both a lot, but I love the stories of Ruth and Esther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty great stories, of course. 
Uh, Harwick says, another Elvis co-star was Judy Tyler, who was in Jaws Rock. She had a car crash shortly afterwards, so Elvis refused to ever watch the movie again. Dang, that's rough. Tina says, I like the agony and the ecstasy, but I've heard the book is better. Ah, interesting. Maybe you could read it and uh, give us your official word on that. Hardwick, one Robert Mitchum movie that you absolutely need to see is The Night of the Hunter. It's a masterpiece. I have not seen that one. Mark says that he seconds that notion. Uh, Sage says, ever seen The Third Miracle, a film from 2000 starring Ed Harris. It's a priest serving as the devil's advocate in the canonization process who is struggling with doubt. Ooh, no. Sounds awesome, though. And I think, isn't uh, Devil's Advocate something that was taken away in the more recent editions of the uh, canonization process? One of the reasons why the canonization process has actually come under some scrutiny uh, from the likes of, of Peter, Kwasniewski and, uh, Peter Kwasniewski and others. Sage then says, I haven't seen it, and I'm wondering if it's any good at 6.5 on IMD. Well, IMDb, obviously, we know can't be trusted, but for a faith film, you know, hey, 6.5 is, is pretty strong, it seems. Has anyone seen The Third Miracle? I do like me some Ed Harris. He's very talented. Hubbard says, Richard Green was the first Robin Hood I ever saw on the TV show. The theme song of the show is very catchy. Never seen the movie, though. Interesting. Hubbard says, Rent, Pizza, Money to Buy a Car, the Perfect Spidey Life Trilogy. Very cool. Um, and I think I have caught up here. Tina says, I just bought the audiobook for Agony and the Ecstasy. I'll read it next year. I've already tackled 60 books. Boom. Tina, shout out to you for being awesome. Seriously. Uh, it, it's always just phenomenal to, to see all the hard work you do. So glad that I was able to catch up with the chat there though. And again, I, I do apologize for any comments that may have been skipped, especially if there was anyone on D live since it was not, it's not as easy to, uh, to pull that up, um, with the current setup that I have. Uh, but let me head back over to my odyssey fam. And uh, see if there's any comments over there. And then I'll open up the last gift. And then we'll start to to wrap things up. Uh, let's see. I love cabbage. Tag to say. See Roroni uh, Kemshin, the final on Netflix. Samurai genre movie. Interesting. Is that a newer film? Nice. Very, very cool. I like that. I like that a lot. I like it a lot. And also light up that fire button over there. All right, those are the only tags I saw over there. So thank you all for being here. I will keep that open uh, as I, in fact, let me uh, let me drag this window over here. So that way it stays open. And I can also see the live chat just in case. Uh, have you read City God vs. City of Man? Just got it. Uh, so I, I got an early copy of that. If you mean by the one by Timothy Flanders, I got that one uh, early and was not able to do all of the reading of it. But I decided to buy a copy anyway just to support him. So, yes, Rosie, I, I do have it, um, both the earlier version and also the full book version. Can't wait to dive into it, though. I, uh, I think the first chapter was the only one I was able to actually get through. So I have one printed out already because it was the pre-copy I had. So I have that to take notes in. And then I have the actual book if I ever wanted to um, use it in a class because he actually wants to have it be used as a, as a textbook. I think it would be a really cool thing to integrate. Uh, into my class workflow in some uh, in some capacity. All right, so let's go ahead and open up this last package here from Evan S. Again, Evan S., thank you very much for package number two. By the way, it reminds me, uh, some newer films that just came in uh, I was able to pick up. So uh, one of these films is one that I really want to give a second look to, and that is Hacksaw Ridge. I think I mentioned on the last stream. The one that did come in today, though, 4K Steelbook of The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, again, looks fantastic, but no plastic slipcover. Best Buy, you were, on, you were on such a run 
with with these great releases, all of them with the plastic slip cover and, and great art just wasn't there. And then I also have a movie that I am going to send over to uh, Stephanie B. So that was the other film there. And I won't, I won't say what it is. I won't say what it is. Rosie says she's excited to read that book. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you've not read the first book he did, it was phenomenal. All right, let's see. It says, North Pole Official Seal. Again, this dude, awesome with his seals. And it's always legit. And I was told to... I heard Odin is a must-see on YouTube, says awesome one. Well, thank you for that. I don't know who says it, but... <laughs> if you if you like random streams from time to time. So one of these things I've been told I might be able to actually hang on my mic. But it's a pretty heavy package, so I do have some concerns that it might not be able to be supported. Let's see. It says, ho, 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 Santa Claus is coming to town. That's a very, very nice little package. Let's see. Evan, thank you for the $5 donation via Streamlabs. Thank you for donating via Streamlabs. It says, I am the king of the trolls. Pineapple and pizza will be served at the wedding feast of our Lord. I told you I would convert you to the dark side of sweet and savory. I'm glad you like the films. Babe Ruth is my fa- is my most famous brother, Knight of Columbus. Nice. Did not know that about him. But Evan S., you will not convert me to the pineapple on pizza. It will never happen. All right. So, it's very well wrapped. And I see the reference there that, oh, no. No. It all makes sense. He sent me pineapple chunks. He sent me pineapple chunks. You troll. And on it in marker for pizza. I'm going to tell you exactly where this is going to go. This is, you You think, hey, hey, you you thought I was going to say the trash, didn't you? Yeah, I, I see you out there. You thought I was going to say this is going in the trash. No, this is going in my pantry. And then I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, take all the juice out of it. And then uh, baby Thor is going to eat it because he actually, he likes fruits. So, um. This will not go anywhere near my pizza, you evil, evil, evil man. Disgusting. How dare you say for pizza? This has no place on pizza. He's got, even got it on the top. Look at that. For pizza. For pizza. It's everywhere. He's got it written literally like all over the can. No, baby Thor will have it. But it will not be thrown away. It will not be thrown away. <laughs> oh, you troll. All right. And I think these are the more serious items. Uh, let's see. <laughs> All right. Let's get some uh, comments uh, highlighted since now those are back. Uh, Soul Assassin tagged and first said, I hear Old Henry is on Netflix and is a good watch. Western. Nice. Haven't heard of that one before. And... Thank you again for hearing that. Oh, no, no, no. Trust me. Yes. Uh, I I know it is incredibly vulgar. I've seen it before. Uh, but I do... I, I, I like the film for what it is. Uh, I'm able to get past most of those because the film itself is actually incredibly well made. All right. Yep. Hypernext 13. Agreed. 
This calls for war, absolutely. Tina, do I need anathema, cacao? I need to declare you anathema as well. Keck44, awesome one. You've all turned against me. You've all betrayed me. <laughs> Upside down cake. I saw syrup on pizza on Twitter. I did. I posted that. So someone uh, shared with me it was a waffle with syrup. So it was like a breakfast pizza with, I think, chicken on it. So it's chicken and waffles on pizza. And I was like, that is much more delightful and much more delicious looking than that. Watch Arcane on Netflix animated show done by video game company about one of their games. Steampunk editing. Yeah, uh, I know Critical Drinker just gave a recommendation to it. Pineapple upside down cake. Again, no, it'll, it'll go to Baby Thor. It'll go to Baby Thor. It will not go on the pizza. That is heresy. It will not be allowed. Uh, Fire Sci-Fi, you have to appreciate this effort. The cost of shipping that can of pineapple is probably worth it. <laughs> yes, that's very true. Brioche pizza crust, yay or nay? Um, I haven't really had that to be honest, but it sounds it sounds nice. <laughs> it's okay. It's funny. It's all it's all for laughs, and it, it's it's very very funny. I do appreciate it, and uh, the Odyssey fam seems to be liking it too. All right. So first off, thing I know what this one is, and hopefully I gave you the right uh, size. Um, as I, again, I was kind of waiting for this one to come in. Uh, so the first thing he sent me is actually really awesome. So it is a St. Benedict medal ring. So I do like me some rings. And uh, I gave an, an estimate as to the ring size. And boom! Look at that. Look at that, dude. Nice. Now I wonder if I can... I think I gave it actually too well. Yeah. This is... I think I gave you the exact... I think I gave you the exact size. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much. But I do, I don't know, I don't know which ring, because I got the wedding band, and then this is the ring I've been wearing for for dec- like for a decade now, but this ring is freaking awesome, man. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Seriously. So again, yeah, for any for any uh, Catholic brothers or sisters out there, you know, it's also a very, uh, very powerful ring as well. So I feel like, I feel like I have the ring of power right now. Yeah, I need to be a, I need to be a hand model, right? But anyway, look at that. That's awesome. Uh, for people not unaware, it's a very powerful tool um, used oftentimes actually in exorcisms uh, because it actually in Latin uh, around the ring actually has an exorcist exorcism prayer. So thank you so much for that, man. That's awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I could use it as a seal, Bruce says. Yeah, I would need some wax, but. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and wear that. I might just actually start, you know, interacting or uh, going back and forth between those rings because um, it could also be, I, I would love to see if I could fit it. See, it's a little bit too too small for this one because that'd be the other place that I could probably wear it. And uh, let's see, could I double up with, I mean, I could maybe double up with the wedding band, but then you don't want to ever, uh, you don't ever want to have that happen, you know. Oh yeah, I could put it around the neck. That is true too. I think I might just actually have it and and wear it. Um, go back and forth between them because this is a ring that I wore for a long time. So much so that it's like started to indent my skin. Uh, so it is again. Uh, that's awesome, dude. Seriously though, 
Thank you so much. This thing is freaking awesome. Thank you. And there's another thing here too, and this is the one that actually I think he wants it to hang on it. Uh, but let me uh, try and get some uh, comments up on the screen here because there's a lot of awesome people still in the chat. Thank you all for hanging around. It's been a fun, fun discussion from beginning to end. The pineapple on pizza. Oh, man. Yeah, gamers, absolutely. St. Benedict, gorgeous. Yes, awesome one. Yes. This 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 is the very definition of a demon punching ring. <laughs> Let's see. Off Nick says pineapple on pizza or peach in burger? I don't know what that is. If I hover over it, will it tell me what it is? I figured that it would like tell me what it is, but it's not. I don't know what that's supposed to be, but no, I, I do not do pineapple on pizza. That is not my thing. Uh, and that's why people are, are making fun of me for it. Uh, T-Mac, the hand model. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's see. Be sure to get it blessed. I believe I know some of the other items. I know that the advent wraith was blessed. I think Evan S got these, uh, the proper blessing after he got them. So, um, yeah, there it is. Evan S says, uh, I had it blessed by the monk. Uh, may it protect you. Dude, that's awesome. That's so awesome, man. Yeah, because uh, there's a blessing that can be done by uh, by Benedictine monks specifically. And then a uh, priest have a general faculty to be able to offer those blessings too. But everyone always pretty much will say, obviously, the blessing is valid. But to come from a Benedictine monk is is, is legit. Yes, that would be, yeah, use it as as my seal. Maybe I need, I need to start... Doing, I need to start doing what uh, Evan does, using wax and then just using it as the seal. The seal of Asgard. Odin and the Ten Rings, seriously. I do like that idea, Laura, um, as maybe an option for um, as one an option for when I am not able to wear it. I do love it, though, man. Gosh. Seriously, though, this is like really, this is like one of the coolest things. Because there's just so there's just so many. One, I love rings, but two, it's Saint Benedict is one of my favorites. Uh, and there's just so again, thank you, dude. It's just so, I can't wait to open to see what's in this because there's still even more, everybody. Oh, and it's from Rugged Rosary. Oh, and that's a great company. Uh, Zion Water says you never know when you'll need to do an exorcism. Yeah, well, I, I think the Lord uh, do not have the faculties to be able to. Uh, do that um, and um, I'm very thankful that I was not called to that because uh, I've heard just the stories of actual like legit people who train for exorcism and um, you need to be of the right disposition they don't just let anybody go with that kind of training uh, let's see Evan S says here it won't work as a seal because it's the reverse image ah yes yes that makes sense and plus like over time it would you know everything but again I think it's the Still, it's uh, it's really awesome. Tangerine in a sandwich. Off next was trying to say, I've never heard of a tangerine in a sandwich. That's just is weird. That's just bizarre. All right. And then the last thing from Evan S. As I said, I recognize this. I'm pretty sure this is Rugged Rosary, and they do a great job. So if you ever need for a rosary or some type of a um, chaplet or anything, uh, they're really good uh, and do a little do a lot of really good work. So let's see. Oh, nice, 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 nice. 
So this looks like it's a single decade uh, chaplet. And uh, it looks like it is... Is this for the St. Michael's chaplet? Or is this just a a chaplet for anything with a St. Michael on it? That's awesome, though. So we got St. Benedict right here. I got St. Michael and, of course, our Lord on the Crucifix right here as well. And also it has a St. Benedict medal as well. So uh, thank you. Uh, so, dude, this is this is awesome. Seriously, man. This is so cool. And I appreciate it. So I think... I should be able to, I want to figure out how to get this onto the mic, because I assume that I can take this off around it, but I don't want to break anything. <laughs> That's something I might have to do off air, uh, and Evan, you might need just to email me and say, hey, here's how you can get it off without, oh wait, figured it out, there it is, there we go, but yeah. Definitely seems like it would be light enough to be able to sit up on here. Let's see. And I think I'd probably rather go through with, well, I think it's supposed to go through with the cross, actually. There's more angles to work around, so it takes a little bit longer, but it's more secure in the end. Boom. There it is. There it is. Evan S., thank you so very much, man. That is awesome. Uh, as you all know, uh, you know, my Catholic identity is an incredibly important part of who I am. Obviously, I love movies. I love uh, box office discussions. But um, at the end of the day, I, I am, again, very passionate about my faith. So Evan S. Dude, thank you for, again, f filling in all the boxes, right? So tons of, of movies here. Uh, the Advent Wreath, uh, again, thank you. I've always wanted one, and so now to have one as beautiful as it is, it's, it's you know, uh, it's like hand carved wood. It's it's beautiful, uh, and then the wax candles too, uh, is just phenomenal. So again, uh, thank you so very much for that, and to everyone uh, who was watching tonight as well. Uh, you know, obviously, there's been a lot of things that have that have hung on the microphone before. Uh, one of my favorites still to this day, and and he's still around. And it was sent to me by Laura, and uh, he was a staple on the channel for a very long time. And no, it's not Rose Tico, though. She was on the mic for a while, too. Uh, but obviously, you know, Brian Blessed. Dive! He's still around, though. He just doesn't really fit very well on this setup. Uh, but I'm, very so, I'm just so very happy to be able to have just, again, uh, a sign of the faith uh, ever-present. And also, of course, a Michael the Archangel uh, here to not just to remember me and and sometimes people kind of have this misunderstanding about catholics but these are meant just to be reminders it's not that we're worshiping these things it's that these are physical reminders of who we are who we are called to be and uh what is expected of us and so just to have this on the microphone especially uh, to be a constant reminder of what i am called to be again truly truly appreciate every single thing um about everything and how well thought out every gift was and i'm sorry if i did not open it in the order correctly because I, he sent me an email because I had emailed him saying thank you and he's like I see you didn't read the instructions and I was like oh no he's calling me out uh, but seriously man bottom of my heart thank you so very much uh, for that I see Douglas Ernst uh, Hardwick says Douglas Ernst sometimes has rosaries from rugged rosaries has shipped with his indie comic book Soul Finder which is about military veteran Catholic priest oh nice 
Did not know that. That's awesome. Yeah, again, Rugged Rosaries are really, really good. Um, I've never actually, this is the first Rugged Rosary that I've ever actually owned um, because I have, it's the it's the World War One. Interesting. Uh, did you know that the U.S. military issued rosaries, combat rosaries uh, during World War One? And so uh, a priest, Father uh, Father Richard Heilman, found the design and and basically re-implemented the design. And it's it's a like you know the dog chain uh, style rosary. So it's very very sturdy. It's very well made, very well put together. So that's the ones that I've gone with. And I know that rugged rosary has those available as well. But um, but yeah, uh, thank you again. Whew. So many emotions. So many emotions. By the way. Bruce, I did not forget. Bruce also sent me something. He sent me a, a Christmas card. I really do appreciate it. But most, you know, and again, it's because Bruce is amazing, has been such a big supporter, has sent me so many films throughout the years, and also has sent me so many of these as well. So I need to give Bruce a shout out. And thank you very much, Bruce, for the $100 super chat. Bruce. Got you, man. I brought my wallet down just for that reason. So again, also a shout out to Bruce. Shout out to Evan S for sending that. Also, K Man, K Man sent me a Christmas card as well, and it was beautiful. It was gorgeous. And also, I want to give a shout out to the K Man. I don't know if he's in the chat anymore, but it was the K Man's birthday this past weekend. So a happy birthday to the K Man uh, for just being an awesome. Uh, an amazing individual. Uh, seriously, uh, Bruce says I I prefer to send cash. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, in in today's world, I I would totally understand why. Soul Assassin, if you have time, check out the story of the Christmas truce in World War One. Real heartwarming story. Nice. I think isn't that the one where like they were praying? Weren't they like praying the rosary in their own languages back and forth? Or no? Because during that time, it would have been. Still, Latin is being the main. Wasn't wasn't it that they were praying the rosary like together, or they were doing something together? Um, and, and I want to say that they were able to say the same language because Latin was still, you know. And again, one of the many reasons why I, I think it was such a mistake for us just to to drop Latin as much as we did with Vatican II because it's what truly united the church anywhere you went in the world. Uh, if you were Catholic, Latin was was the language. Um, but anyway, I've gone on a bit too long tonight. So again, thank you, Evan S. Thank you, Bruce. Uh, thank you, Odyssey, uh, fam. Thank you, YouTube fam as well. Before y'all head out, please make sure that you smash the like button, light up that fire button. If you're watching over on Odyssey, this has been an amazing stream. Uh, Harwick says Christmas truce was when the English and Germans stopped fighting and celebrated Christmas together. Christmas, they called a truce in the battlefield. And so, ah, they celebrated Christmas. Okay, gotcha. I figured it was something along those lines, but uh, I think what I had in my head was a, a little bit different. But anyway, Odyssey fam, thank you very much. Light that fire button. You're awesome and amazing people. Also, YouTube fam, you're great. Shout out to the Valks, Tina and Steph for being amazing. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, uh, you are all fantastic. By the way, if you want to be able to get and be eligible for various giveaways. I've got a ton of 4K steelbooks, and I've got more 4Ks, regular 4Ks, and steelbooks along the way. And I'm doing giveaways all the time. So I just got, again, tons of stuff. Right now, I've got Hacksaw Ridge on 4K steelbook. 
Again, that'll be on a giveaway soon. I got Terminator 2 4K Steelbook. I got a couple copies of that. Sicario, one of the coolest 4K Steelbooks available. I got a couple more of those on the way. Total Recall on 4K Steelbook. The original, of course. I've got Apocalypse Now on 4K Steelbook also. And as I said, I got more on the way. Uh, and uh, as, as you all know, when it comes to the things that I get from... Uh, from the channel, I try to make sure everything goes in uh, back into the channel in, in some way, in some form or fashion. Whether it is in upgrading quality to make things better for you, uh, whether it is in, and this is where the most of it actually goes into, whether it's being able to offer up amazing uh, giveaways for, for, for supporters, um, it's something that I, I thoroughly enjoy doing. And uh, it was funny because I was looking at my PayPal the other day, and I'm like, man, that money went way pretty quickly. And then I'm like, oh, it's because I spent this much at Best Buy and this much at Best Buy. And again, all of it was for for uh, Blu-rays and 4Ks to, to do giveaways for. So um, there's still a giveaway currently up live right now uh, with uh, digital codes available. So again, if you are an Army of Asgard member or above the Discord server, enter in for that. I'll be announcing winners for that pretty soon. And it'll pretty much just be a giveaway. Uh, anyone who's entered in will be eligible to win with whatever is available. So anyway, thank you all from the bottom of my heart uh, for everyone who's been watching this evening. You guys are all amazing and beautiful people. I hope you all have a, a continued blessed, blessed, uh, blessed rest of your week, a blessed continuation of your Advent season. And uh, Spider-Man is a Sony product. And Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And it's going to make a crap ton of money. Anyway, thank you all very much. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. And Evan S., as much love as I'm going to send to you, I do need to say one more thing to you. Uh, you're going to say and send to me pineapple on pizza and say for pizza. And then there's people in the chat that are going to agree with him to anyone who said that. This is the this is the message. No choice but to declare you excommunicado. You leave me no choice. Anyway, have a wonderful day, everybody, and as always, God bless. And now for a huge shout-out to all of my December Patreon subscribe star and Locals members, Animation Commentator, Brandon, Brian P., Christopher Bowman, Dolores Ed, Dion, Father Christopher Miller, Hail to you, Father, Father Damian Cook, Garrett Searles, Hannibal Grimm, Harold Francis, Inflamed Wood, Jacob Juice, Jeff Toon, Joe Horn, Jonathan Carney, Gomer Kyle 79, Laura, the Modern Major General's Story, Mike Jackson, Times 4, Mitch Dunaway, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mr. Peabody, Mondo Spieler, On to June, Orange Chat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Rosetta Allen, Stan Andrian, Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, and Tina Bojan, and of course, the Empress of the Universe, Tina B. Thank you very much for being my Patreon members. And for my Subscribe Star members, UAB Mad Dog, Max, Mike Jackson, Storm Tracker, The R, Fast Reaction, Nosferatu Gatsu, Stan 4, John B, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss, Slash, the new number two, J. Rod, the Beer Guru, and ZK Man. Thank you very much for supporting me on Subscribestar and to my four members over on Locals.com Kara Tharp, UAB Mad Dog, once again, Mike Jackson, 
Bifford a Hobbit, and Robert Barnes. Thank you for supporting me on Locals, and if you want to have your name shouted out at the end of every video and live stream, check out the top link in the video description below. It's called Willow, or W.L.O., Willow Link. It'll bring you to all of my social media platforms and also to all of the various other locations that you can support the channel. You can get access to things like giveaways, where I do giveaways of 4K films, 4K steelbooks, digital codes, all kinds of stuff every single month. Also, so there's a level where you get access to all of that, plus an exclusive podcast that I do with John the Flick Pick Flickinger, where you also get to ask questions that we will answer on every episode of the podcast. And at the final level, you also have the ability, the chosen of Valhalla level, you have the ability to have all of that, plus in your first month, get a free t-shirt of your choice, any color sent anywhere in the world, and also you get to be featured once a month on the chosen of Valhalla live stream featured on the main channel. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the description. You're all amazing and beautiful people. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, God bless.